Today we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Welcome to Bill Myers Inspires. My idea for this show was to invite guests and get the conversation started, to take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. And we encourage our listeners to look within themselves to take decisive action to make a positive difference. Welcome to Bill Myers Inspires. I'm your host, Bill Myers. And today we are going to reflect a bit because uh, there's there's a reason for this. Uh, today's show is called Podcast Reflections, The Journey in Year One. Um, as it turns out, my very first podcast was on July 17th of last year. And uh, July 17th uh, came and went this year, and I did not want it to get too far away from us because I wanted to really take a moment and reflect on the year and the amazing guests and the amazing topics and, and all of that. So that's what today is about. And so you can uh, send me all your celebratory, you know, congratulations on your one year anniversary and all that. But I just wanted to take a minute to sort of express my own gratitude um, and to pay respect as well as sort of review where the show has been um, through the various guests that we've had over the last year, of which I'm incredibly grateful and grateful to the, the kind folks here at Inspired Choices Network for getting me up and running and supporting the show week after week. So with that said, uh, my very first show on July 17th, 2020, and I've got a number of them to get through. So if I feel like I'm sort of speeding along, please understand there's a whole year of those once a week. So uh, moving right along, July 17th, 2020. My very first podcast, which was inspired, the entirety of the podcast, was largely inspired by, number one, COVID and the shutdown uh, and all that and the lockdown. Uh, as I thought about, you know, what, what, what should I do now uh, during a lockdown? I don't need to be anywhere else. I thought, you know, let me take a look at my to-do list. And at the top of my to-do list, which was running about 10 years because I've been caretaker for my mother over the last 10 years and had to table many of the things that I had on my plate. But at the top of that list was to start a podcast. And so that's exactly what I decided to do. And I thought I had time to do it. The other thought was, okay, now what in the world would be the topic, the theme of that podcast? And as I was thinking about that, we experienced the tragic incident regarding George Floyd. And then the national conversation, international conversation began uh, uh, to uh, discuss the very difficult topic of racism in America. And then it expanded further out into the world to discuss racism in the treatment of black people and people of color uh, around the world, quite frankly. And I knew at that point that should be very much the topic that I should lean into because I myself am biracial. My mother is white, Caucasian, from the United States South. Um, she is from Arkansas. My father is African-American, Black, from the Indianapolis, Indiana, my hometown. And so I decided that this would be the topic because certainly coming at it with that perspective of being biracial, both Black and white, 
I saw many talk topics that were not being covered in the media and many things that were, you know, a little bit different. And I thought, let me bring that uniqueness and that voice and my curiosity, uh, natural curiosity to the table. And let's see if we can ask some questions that I am interested in finding out answers to. And hopefully you, the listening audience, will be able to also uh, benefit from these dialogues, which I felt were different than the stuff that was normally being talked about night after night on, you know, on the television and all the different news outlets. So July 17th, 2020 was my first show. And I reached out to a friend of mine who I had uh, befriended a number of years ago. Uh, and his name is Dixon White. And he is a big YouTube star. And they had even done uh, profiles on him and his movement anti-racism movement that he has on Facebook, I'm sorry, Facebook, but YouTube. And uh, so Nightline on ABC did a special program featuring his movement. And so he has won numerous awards, Disruptor Awards with the Tribeca Film Festival and everything else. And he is just a great guy, but he brings it. He brings it. And I thought, we're going to start this show. And so on July 17th, my topic was how to combat racism with Dixon White. And I'm so grateful that Dixon showed up and uh, celebrated that inaugural show with me. And again, he's pretty amazing. And I wish him the best. He is having some health challenges currently. And I want to give him a shout out and say thank you for being here. And we wish you well. And we're praying for you. The next week, July 24th, I brought another friend of mine, Thomas Norman DeWolf, who is the author of the book, Inheriting the Trade. And Thomas DeWolf, interestingly enough, comes from the largest slave trading family in US history. And I thought that would be a nice follow-up to address sort of the beginning, the beginnings of, of racism or some of the beginnings. Um, dealing with the slave trade in the United States. And Thomas came on and it was a wonderful show. The next week, July 31st, I brought on uh, Sharon Leslie Morgan, who I met because she is a co-author of another book with Thomas Norman DeWolf. But she, in her own right, is a rock star because she has uh, is one of the founders of an organization called Black Ancestry. And so we discussed Black Ancestry because we all are familiar with Ancestry.com. And what we find in Ancestry.com is that a lot of people who are Black people sort of hit a wall after they go back so far because of they were property and there weren't birth records uh, for many and just how to track their ancestry past a certain point uh, of slavery. And that is what she has uh, become expert in, and that is the mission of Black Ancestry, is to assist Black people to go back as even further into their ancestry, which is not found in birth records so much, but actually, I, ironically, it's found in, in things like property deeds and wills, because at the time, Black people were considered property, and so they could very well be uh, in someone's will. You know, I'm going to leave you know, my kids, uh, you know, the house and Mary and Sue and so on and so forth as property. And so she really covered in depth her journey and the amazing work that she does with Black Ancestry. The following week, I brought on on 8 August the 7th, 2020, 
I brought Tom DeWolf and Sharon Leslie Morgan together uh, to discuss a book that they co-wrote called Gather at the Table. And Gather at the Table is an amazing uh, journey of the two of them over the course of about three years. And the framework of Gather at the Table is an organization called Coming to the Table, which uh, was founded by Eastern Mennonite University, and Tom DeWolf is the current executive director. But several years ago, this organization was formed by Eastern Mennonite University, and the mission was to bring together former slaves with former slave owners into uh, to bring them together at the table and for them to engage in the very tough dialogues, sharing their various perspectives and points of view from both sides of that equation. And coming to the table, the organization headed by Tom DeWolf is still going very strong and actually its membership increased significantly during the time of the George Floyd and, and, and all of that last year. So they are doing great and they're going strong. And I am a member of coming to the table's virtual uh, organization. They are generally set in different locations, different chapters throughout the country, but they have one that they started and, and it is an online community. And I am a part of that and proud to say that I'm a part of that and I'm enjoying the discourse that takes place with coming to the table. And I would say for any of you listening, please go to comingtothetable.org and learn more about that because there's some fascinating information that you'll find there and also information on groups that you may be able to join locally to engage in some very meaningful dialogue as it relates to racism in America. So um, moving right along, um, August the 14th, 2020. I did a program uh, entitled Stories of Blacks in History, and I invited uh, a television producer and director friend of mine, Gerald Harkness. And Gerald Harkness has worked for many cable networks, the History Channel, so on and so forth. Many um, cable networks delivering documentary uh, style information and programs. And um, we talked about a particular piece that he had done, which was uh, on the, uh, gosh, I, I, well, I, I, I do not want to mess up the name of the network that it was on, but he had a series that was on that was called True First. And it was an amazing documentary series that profiled numerous black um, figures throughout history who were first uh, in their industry and, and first to do certain things. And it was an amazing historical account. Uh, many of these figures I had never heard of. And that was what was so beautiful about it was that he was illuminating these stories that most of us have not heard of and are not familiar. They're outside of the bounds of, of the normal Martin Luther King's and Harriet McLeod Bethune and so on and so forth. The, the, the familiar names of the 10 or 12 that we talk about every Black History Month. So I wanted Gerald to come on and to share some of those stories. And I had the great privilege of being a featured actor in one of his stories, um, dealing with an inventor, a Black inventor. So please take a look and, and do a search for True First in your Google search engine. And I'm sure that you will enjoy and become very enlightened by the content and these amazing stories that he lifted up. And also at this time, I would like to give a shout out to Gerald, who um, 
a few days ago lost his father, who was a legendary NBA basketball star, Jerry Harkness. And he was also the very first black uh, sports caster um, for a major network in the city of Indianapolis, Indiana. So Gerald, our heart goes out to you at this time um, of mourning, and we pray that your family will be able to uh, get through this very tough time. And uh, my prayers and thoughts are with you. Um, you know, I, I just want to pause for a second because, again, not only the amazing uh, dialogues that we had here, but also these people. The beautiful thing about doing this show is the, the many relationships that have been cultivated through these dialogues on the show and the follow-ups afterwards. And I got to tell you, that has been a huge blessing in my life. And I'm very grateful to all of these amazing individuals taking time out of their schedules, making time to appear on Bill Myers Inspires. So I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Um, so the very next show was uh, August 21st, 2020. And the title of the show was A Broken System. Racism is a health crisis. And my guest on that day was Dr. Woody Myers. And Dr. Woody Myers has been in the medical profession his entire career, has been a leader in the medical profession uh, in the state of Indiana, as well as New York City and, and around the, the country. He is a very respected uh, individual um, uh, doctor, but he also happened to be the very first Black in the history of the city of Indianapolis to run for governor of the state of Indiana. And um, so I had him on in August. And again, he was actually campaigning during that time. And it was awesome to have him on here. But he did say something um, that kind of alarmed me. And it was sort of flip. At the time, you can imagine we were in the throes of COVID. And, um, and I just happened to ask him as a doctor, I said, you know, what's the deal with COVID? And, 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 you know, what, what is, what does that look like to you? And he said so calmly and so easily, he said, you know, we're going to be dealing with that for about three years. And so I'm reminded about that as we were so excited about the vaccines in the first uh, part of this year um, and thinking that we're, we have arrived and, and we're there. But I am reminded by what he said when I see the Delta variant and the spikes in COVID increasing in various cities and different spots around the country and around the world. So I'm reminded that he said it was going to be three years. And um, it sent chills down my spine when he said that, because I was really thinking that, you know, this thing could be over sooner than that. But um, uh, Dr. Woody Myers is an amazing man, and um, I, I think he's probably on track to be very uh, accurate in his assessment. And so, um, again, a shout out to Woody Myers. He did not win the election, uh, but he did give it a hell of a run. And, uh, and I'm so proud that he was able to, to represent and be the first African-American candidate for governor by a major um, uh, uh, political party. And so, again, he's an amazing individual and shout out to him and his beautiful wife, Stacy. We are at our first break for today. And again, I thank you for joining me today as I reflect back on the last year, my very first year of this podcast 
And I thank you all for uh, listening and, and participating in Bill Myers Inspires. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the other amazing guests and other highlights when we come back. We'll see you in just a second. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. We are back. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires, and I'm your host, Bill Myers. Um, on August the 28th, um, I did a show, a solo, my first solo show, uh, and the topic was about silence. And that show was brought about as a result of um, an experience that I had earlier in that very week where I was watching the television and I saw yet another killing of a young um, unarmed black male uh, by the police. And something occurred to me, which was how are, are we possibly getting to a place where this becomes sort of commonplace, a, a weekly sort of, you know, the, you know, black person killing of the week. And, and the thought of that descended on me and it rendered me silent. Um, and it actually was very depressing. And it sort of was an elephant sort of that pressed on me in a second. And it took me about nine hours to sort of claw my way out of that 
state of being. Um, and that was, I had never experienced anything to settle on these so rapidly and so um, uh, powerfully. And so I decided to do a show about silence. And it was interesting to explore the pros and cons of silence, the importance of silence, also the, the fear and the, the terror of silence and the danger of silence. And, um, and so that was a very powerful show because as I, I'm a research hound and as I researched it, I found so much information about silence that I couldn't cover it in one show. And so I came back the following week, September the 4th, and did part two on about silence. And so I invite, I invite you to, if you have an opportunity and, you're, and you did not hear that show, to please look up Bill Myers Inspires and, and, and look up about silence. Um, and hopefully it will offer you uh, some perspective on this thing uh, called silence. Uh, I know that it did me. I learned quite a bit about this thing called silence. My next week, September the 11th, um, my guest was a journalist named Daniel Thompson. And the name of the show was The Courage to Take a Stand. And Daniel Thompson had just been written up in the national news because he was a reporter in Kenosha, Wisconsin one of the locations where there was, it wasn't a killing, but it was the shooting of a young man that was uh, there visiting his kids and trying to get into his car and a policeman opened fire on him and shot him, I believe seven times. And um, Daniel Thompson, and there was, there was massive protest again during Black Lives Matter. And, uh, you know, after this is all after George Floyd, the entire shows it, this whole show was after George Floyd, but yet, it was a reaction from the city of Kenosha. And Daniel was covering a rally that took place in Kenosha that was very positive and a uh, unit, unifying type of a rally of people coming together as citizens and, and, uh, and, and joining together. And it was a very positive rally. And apparently an individual at his newspaper um, decided to take one sort of soundbite out of that positive and unifying event and created a headline and, 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 and remarked that the event was some sort of violent or some sort of risky proposition. And Daniel approached this individual or his editor and, you know, corrected them and said, hey, that's not at all what the vibe was. Um, I was there and that's been mischaracterized. And he asked them to change that. And, uh, and they refused to, and he took a stand and said he quit. And so that was the idea that he was, he was unwilling to go along with that program and support a newspaper uh, that would support a narrative that would, false, that would so falsely characterize a unity type of event that he took a stand. What I also discovered during that conversation was uh, Daniel Thompson also is biracial. And, um, and there were some very interesting uh, 
discoveries during that conversation for both he and I. And again, I invite you to uh, to check out that show, uh, The Courage to Stand. It was September 11th last year. And Daniel has landed on his feet and he is continuing with other news agencies in Kenosha and actually is a partner in, in an upcoming, uh, you know, a brand new news organization that I think is online, is, is web-based. And so he is doing well, I'm happy to report. So keep doing great work, Daniel, and, and I look forward to catching up with you soon. The next week, September 18th, Racism and Civil Rights, White Privilege to Reparations was the title of the show. And my guest for that show was the president and general minister of the United Church of Christ of America, uh, Dr. John Dorhauer. And man, that was an enlightening discussion with Dr. Dorhauer because I learned from, from him that he had received his PhD on the topic of white privilege. John Dora Hauer is a white man who is incredibly dedicated, probably the most dedicated to the cause that I have ever met uh, in my lifetime and very knowledgeable about the topic of white privilege and racism in America. And um, so, and he is doing fantastic work as the president of the United Church of Christ. Um, they have a division that is solely devoted and committed to the idea of racism in America and how to heal and, and how to bring understanding to that. So uh, please take a look at his fine work. Um, and, you know, again, amazing individual. And uh, so my next week, the 25th, I uh, had the privilege of having a friend of mine as a guest Um and his, the title of that show was I Owe My Life to Black People with Richard Propes. And Richard is um, wheelchair bound and is one of the most active individuals I have ever met. He also is a Caucasian gentleman. He's also a minister and he works in um, the disabilities arena for the state, and he assists other people with disabilities. He has um, spina bifida is his, his ailment, uh, but boy, he is rich in spirit. And when I spoke to him, what intrigued me was that he literally said as a white male who folks had pretty much turned their back on, uh, many people with disabilities have a different kind of struggle. And that's what I wanted to hear about is uh, what those struggle and what that type of struggle is about. And basically, you know, as a youngster, many people wanted to turn their back on him. And, you know, ironically and, and, and sadly, uh, oftentimes people with those ailments as young people get kind of ignored and sort of characterized as vegetables for the rest of their life as if there's no worth and value. And uh, he attributed his life to black people, because what he cited was a handful of caring nurses and a minister. Uh, that these were black people in his life that he attributes to saving his life because they cared for him in ways that no one else did, and they saw him very differently. And as a man with tremendous value and promise and 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 gifts to bring to this world, and so Richard Propes. That was an amazing show. So I challenge you to go check that show out as well. 
So we're just marching right along here. And um, my very next show was on systemic racism, philanthropy, and social services. And this was with a very astute attorney and social uh, services advocate in New York City, Jennifer Jones Austin. And she shed tremendous light on racism as it exists in the world of philanthropy, as it exists in the social services industry. Um, and that was just a, a, a hugely enlightening show. And Jennifer Jones Austin, uh, again, she, she came and she really shared some, some tremendous insights from her vantage point as an attorney and advocate for uh, low-income families in the social services and philanthropy arena in New York City and nationally. Our very next show was Racism and Faith Healers, and, and Faith Leaders, I'm sorry, Racism and Faith Leaders. And I brought back Dr. John Dorhauer to shed some light on that. And I recall very early on, as I am a member of the clergy as well, I recall very early in that conversation saying, uh, Dr. Dorhauer, I do not wish to have this show as an indictment towards uh, the church and religious leaders. And I remember him saying very quickly, um, I do, I do indict the church for racism. Um, and I do indict faith leaders for racism in America. And then he proceeded to educate me on the roots of racism that preceded the constitution in the United States and really went all the way back to Christopher Columbus and the Pope and the very first landing of the uh, Spanish Armada on the shores of North America and an edict, a document that the Pope had insisted be read upon their entry, which basically was a read in, in Latin, by the way, to the Indian, the Native American population, who of course could not understand the language, but it was to let them know that, that um, he was there to claim as God's uh, representative on this earth, uh, to claim dominion over these lands, that they belonged to him, as a white male and that they would either have to come along with the program or suffer the consequences as it relates to their color. Um, so racism, uh, he, he corrected me on that. And that's very powerful stuff to research. I'd never heard that before in my life and I'm grateful for him to continue to enlighten and, and educate me because I am the curious sort. And I hope that that information was helpful to you. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires and today we're reflecting on the last year's shows um, here uh, on, in, on, on Bill Myers Inspires. And I thank you for being with us today and we'll be back in just a moment. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires, as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice 
through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. We are back, and you're listening to Bill Myers Inspires, and we are moving right along as we reflect on the last year of Bill Myers Inspires, the podcast. So it's it's been amazing. October the 16th, the uh, title of that show was Racism and the, Ama- the Asian American Community, with my guest Christine Toy Johnson, who is an advocate for Asian American community uh, in several different organizations and holds leadership roles. And uh, she is out of New York City. And at the time we were experiencing in the nation, uh, the, the very beginning stages of Asian hate crimes as, as our uh, occupant of the White House at the time had so characterized COVID-19 as the China virus and the China flu and all this sort of stuff, uh, which prompted uh, violent incidents all over the place um, and, and a rash of, of violent uh, um, treatment toward Asian Americans. And so I had her on to discuss that and to share her uh, thoughts and feelings on that. So that was awesome. And uh, I know her. She is a very fine actress also in uh, New York City on Broadway television and everything else. So um, I was grateful to Christine to come and share the truth of uh, what was going on in the Asian American community and that perspective. October the 23rd, this date was, was huge because the title of the show was Killed by Cops, but this was the very first podcast where we were also in video podcast. So we went TV. This was the very first one. And I had the great honor to have as my guest on the show called Killed by Cops, Grammy award-winning artist, Miss Macy Gray. And she was sharing with us great information about an organization that she had started called mygood.org. 
And that is an amazing organization because uh, the mission of the organization is to assist the families of victims of police violence. Now, I naturally made the assumption that, you know, this was a, uh, a support organization for, you know, uh, black families who had lost a loved one at the hands of police. And I was pleased, more than pleased, to see that her vision was much larger than that. No, it was any family of any color who were victims of police brutality and police violence. And I thought that was very, very noble. And that would be the direction to go because that's dealing with the much larger sphere and not dealing with the segmented audience or just a black thing or a white thing. No, it clearly is a humanitarian thing. And I was so grateful to, to her for having an organization like that. And for me to learn of that um, level of care and concern that her organization does. Now, what they do is they provide all kinds of assistance, whether it's financial assistance, um, psychological and mental health assistance, uh, you know, legal assistance, um, find, you know, again, they are there to support these families who are literally experience, experiencing the trauma of a loss of a loved one at the hand of law enforcement. So again, kudos to uh, Macy Gray and her fine organization, mygood.org. And I ask you all to please take a look at mygood.org and lend some support in that direction because she's doing some amazing work. And thank you, Macy Gray, for spending your time here on Bill Myers Inspires. I so appreciate that. They're coming up on their one year anniversary, by the way. So you may really want to check them out. Um, then we move to, uh, chaos in Kairos, which was with my pastor and my friend, the Reverend Dr. Winterbourne Harrison Jones. And that was a moment where I just wanted to examine and, and really take a pause and just look at where we were from a spiritual perspective where we were as a nation, where we were as people at that time. And so I had him come on and he brought this wonderful topic of chaos and kairos. And um, it was an amazing conversation. And I just love the fact that he was able to be here and to share and lend some perspective, uh, interesting perspective and depth to the times in which we live. So again, kudos to the Reverend Dr. Winterborne Harrison Jones for being here. Uh, November the 6th, A Black American Living Abroad. This show was quite amazing because I wanted to know what the perspective was of a Black man living abroad uh, was during this time of turbulent racism and, and black, uh, black Lives Matter how did that resonate with, with an American who was living in another country? And I was able to get that perspective in that interview with one of my heroes, James Bradley Jr., who was the drummer for the very famous Chuck Mangione Quartet. And I'm talking about the Chuck Mangione Quartet that did feel so good and, uh, you know, uh, 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 oh gosh, I, I can't even get into it. But uh, the the uh, Live at the Hollywood Bowl with Chuck Mangione is one of my favorite recordings of all time. And I talked to him about that and we befriended one another on Facebook and we've been friends ever since. 
And so I was grateful to have him here who he has been living. He is married uh, and has biracial kids. His wife is, is white and uh, he lives in Sweden and he has been in Sweden for the last 20 years or so. And it was very interesting to hear his perspective as a black man living abroad uh, on racism and how that resonated in Sweden um, and the perspective of Swedes on looking what was going on in America and their perspective on that. So very, very interesting. So check that out. November the 13th, climate change and racism. This show was a thought that I had since I had started the podcast. I had been bugged by this thought and I didn't even know how to articulate it, but the question in my mind was, is there a connection between racism and climate change? Because climate change seems to be a, a topic that is always, you know, appears to me to be something that's white and suburban, uh, some sort of uh, discourse and dialogue there. I had never heard of any connection as it relates to racism and climate change, but something in my gut felt like there must be, based on the health and the compromised health of Black Americans, um, in such larger proportions than white. So I reached out to a friend of mine, fellow actor, and uh, one of the, the great climate leaders of our time in America, um, Mr. Tim Guinea. And I, I sent him a, a message on Messenger at about 4.30 in the morning. And I said, Tim, I'm doing this podcast and I'm covering racism in America. And is there a connection between racism and climate change? He wrote back almost immediately with one word and said, overwhelmingly. And he agreed to come onto my podcast at the end of that week. And I was amazed to learn that um, the greatest, you know, uh, effect of climate change, actually the greatest victims of climate change happened to be black people and people of color and low income people. Um, and so that was huge. I'd never heard that before, uh, but it was illuminating to me, and I'm grateful that he brought that information, and that was a huge discovery uh, for me. And, and he verified something that was in my gut all along, but I'm glad that he was able to verify that, and I'm grateful to him for that. The next week was November the, November, blah, 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 November the 20th, and the topic of that show was The Lie. And its cause and effect. And I just wanted to do a show that was focused on the lie, because we hear so many terms being bandied about today, which is misinformation, disinformation, uh, you know, exaggeration of the truth, multiple truths, alternative truths, so many different terms that basically mean a lie. And I really wanted to explore that. I also wanted to explore the pros and cons of a lie. I also wanted to explore the fact that we all engage in telling lies at some time or another. Sometimes it's, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it doesn't have a real effect. Sometimes it's there to save and protect the feelings of others um, and can be used in that way. And then of course, there are the ones that are tremendously misleading that are there to manipulate and to, um, to uh, generate and, and perpetuate falsehood. So again, the lie, uh, that was a very powerful show. And I did that solo as well, because I just wanted to explore that all on my lonesome. And that was uh, an amazing show. It's called The Lie, and that was November 20th. November 27th, I did a show. This was another solo venture, and it was called Rocco, 
and the gratitude show. And this was inspired. I happen to be a pet lover. Uh, I've had a dog uh, pretty much at all times in my life, except when I was on the road and could not have pets living there and also had cats. But there was a neighbor friend uh, and it was a dog named Rocco. And Rocco met a tragic ending one day, and I happened to discover his lifeless body. And that affected me very powerfully because uh, I learned a lot of things from Rocco. Uh, Rocco was a very large German shepherd and a very foreboding German shepherd. And um, I miss Rocco, but every day I think of him as I step outside and I look at the vacant space that he occupied, and I know that he is still there and that his spirit lives on. And so there you go. I'm softy at heart when it comes to our pets. I have a dog that is uh, Jack. Jack is my right hand. He is the caretaker, co-caretaker of my mom and, and me and everybody else in the house. And I'm grateful to him. And I've had him for 19 years. And um, so. There we have it. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. And today we are reflecting on one year of podcasts. And uh, I'm grateful that you're here with me today. And we'll be back in just a moment. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talents, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now... Let's get back to the conversation. We are back and you're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. I'm your host, Bill Myers. And today we're reflecting on my first year of Bill Myers Inspires podcast and the amazing topics and the amazing guests. Um, so we are up to uh, December the 4th, 2020. And that show was entitled Racism and Immigration. And my guest for that show was United States Congressman Andre Carson. And what a treat it was to have him here with me on the show. Um, and we were discussing racism and immigration, which actually that show was 
prompted by the incident with my good friend Rocco, um, because the owner of Rocco was a Hispanic family, and I was uncertain about their uh, status and thought, wow, you know, something as, as simple as, you know, uh, you know, reaching out to, you know, authorities or, or making a call and saying, Hey, you know, I'm concerned about my neighbor's dog. Um, and, and the terrifying time that we were in then with people being, uh, picked up by ice and deported immediately under the leadership of our past occupant in the white house and, uh, those types of policies, uh, anti-immigrant policies and sentiment that were abounding during that time, I was uncertain as to whether uh, what I should do in, out of care and concern for the animal, but even more so the care and concern of my neighbor and not wanting to do anything, me not knowing their legal status or not, but how something as simple as a call could wind up resulting in um, you know, perhaps a family being separated and people being deported on something that really shouldn't be anything more than maybe a, a fine or something like that, that would be waged out of care and concern for an animal. So that, that brought about this topic and Andre Carson, Congressman Carson was very gracious in being able to share his perspective as a current sitting U.S. Congressman and discussing the issues of immigration and racism that were happening around that time. December the 11th, my topic was authenticity, becoming comfortable in your own skin. And that was a wonderful uh, discussion with a good friend of mine, a television, retired television producer and television executive and theatrical producer and just all around wonderful guy, Tom Alvarez. And uh, that was a very interesting conversation because Tom is of uh, Mexican descent. Tom is a proud um, member in recovery with Alcoholics Anonymous, and, and he gives me permission to say that aloud, um, and he's very proud of that. And he was talking about authenticity, and he's also... Uh, homosexual and so on and so forth. But Tom, I love Tom Alvarez. And I, I love the fact that he was able to be candid and step into the discomfort um, of having an, uh, these types of conversations and becoming comfortable in your own skin. So um, thank you, Tom, for, for taking time out to be with me on Bill Myers Inspires and to lend your voice to the program. Um, you know, I would like to now sort of stick a pin in it because it becomes clear to me that the topic and just even discussing all these amazing guests and to honor them properly. Um, I, I'm only in December and folks, we, we got a whole lot more shows to cover and I do not want to do a disservice by sort of speeding through and not being able to pay the proper respects to all these really wonderful individuals and also, all of these very amazing topics and ex explorations that we were able to do here on Bill Myers Inspired. So I'm going to take a pause right now. I'm not even going to attempt to uh, to sort of speed through any more. But I just want to share with you that I'm a naturally curious individual. And 
So as I come up with these different topics, many of them are prompted by developments and news stories. Uh, many of them are prompted by life experiences and, and encounters that I've had. Uh, many of them are, are a result of uh, conversations that I have had or conversations that others have had. Um, but I certainly hope that at the end of the day that uh, you have been able to have some walkaways and takeaways uh, from the show, because I know that that is the goal. I don't want to have just uh, casual conversation shows, and I don't want to engage in too much blah, blah, blah. My goal is to always be able to bring some people onto the show who have a firm grasp of the facts. And when they're not here, my research is thick because I want to make sure that I'm pulling the latest information from authorities on any of these topics that we discuss. And so I thank you so very much for your patience and continuing to tune into Bill Myers Inspires. And certainly we're going to continue on this path because uh, I do these things because I'm a curious individual and I am a truth seeker and I care about the facts and I care about the rawness and the, the realness of the truth itself. So um, I hope that you have enjoyed the show and that we're continuing to do the kind of work that uh, is satisfying to you. Um, so blah, 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 blah. That's I've been in blah, blah, blah for a minute. So I am, uh, I'm grateful that you are still, you know, here sticking with me. And as we embark on the second year of Bill Myers inspires and, um, I mean, we're already in it, but, uh, like I said, I didn't want to let it slip by without taking notice and, um, and celebrating with you, uh, by honoring all of these topics and, uh, and guests. And, uh, you know, so uh, there we have it. Um, I also want to thank uh, Inspired Choices and Kim, my producer, and Christine MacGyver of, of Inspired Choices, the, the CEO president, and all their hard work to uh, behind the scenes to help me bring this show to you every week. So I look forward to talking to you next week as we continue our list of reflection of the last year. So thank you for tuning in and we'll see you later. Have a great week. We're doing choreography now. <laughs> Thank you for spending your afternoon right here with us at Bill Myers Inspires. Remember, we're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Inspired Choices Network. Remember to take time this week to take a breath and look within yourself and figure out how you can make a positive difference in this world. Spread the word, and we'll see you here next Friday. Have a wonderful week.